Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hola. Hi. How are you? All right, so we're going to talk about a hurricane and some other stuff. Hi, everybody, by the way. Thanks for those of you who are joining us live on Patreon. Um, uh, I want to talk about something that uh, Governor Ned Lamont said today, Al. So are you familiar with Governor Ned Lamont? Uh, yes, I'm aware of him. Yes, he's the governor of the nutmeg state, in fact. Correct. He is the governor of Connecticut, also the Constitution state. And for some, he had a big debate yesterday where Bob Stefanowski, who's his Republican challenger, really wiped the floor with him. And today, Ned Lamont got in front of his Twitter, in front of his uh, grand piano, and a plaque that shows old baseball players, and said this. Last night, I tuned in to watch Aaron Judd see if he could break Roger Maris's home run record. Instead, I saw the Toronto Blue Jays walk him four straight times. Nothing more boring than watching a home run hitter get walked over and over again. New rule. Let's try this out. You walk a slugger like Aaron Judge once, he takes first base. You walk him twice in the same game, he gets first base and second base. Walk him three times at a game, you get the idea. And you walk him four times like Toronto did last night. You might as well pitch to him. It's the equivalent of a home run. Let the batter bat. What say you? All right. I don't know how familiar you are with baseballs, but what is your analysis of that? <laughs> I'm not that familiar with baseball, but I think it would be weird if the pitcher threw four balls and like the, the batter got a home run. I don't think that would make a ton of sense. Well, right. Okay, so a couple of things. <laughs> one, one. Um, I don't know why he devoted 36 seconds to talking about the Yankees home run hitter. Mm-hmm. Is it, he a Yankees fan? Yeah, half of Connecticut's Yankees fans. Right, I figured it's like split. So, so it seems odd to me that he even spent the time to do it. But if you are going to do it, well, he's put a lot of thought into that. Obviously, <clears throat> yes, and that's that what's worrisome. Because <laughs> that's one of the most absurdly dumb takes on anything I have ever heard. Ever, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin. Well, because only like even if you're a really good hitter, and this is just I'm not a baseball person at all, but I 
can like off the top of my head do some math and some probabilities here. Even if you're a really good hitter, you're only getting a hit about a third of the time, right? Like people sure. don't like a third of the time would be batting 333 and that's like good, right? Mm-hmm. So roughly a third of the time, a really good hitter is getting a hit. Like what percent of hits are home runs? Um, you're typing to the chat. Is that so? Well, I asked what percent of hits are home runs. I don't know. Maybe somebody in the chat knows. Okay. I don't know. But I would not tend to assume that it's like one out of every four hits is a single, one out of every four is a double, one's a triple, and one's a home run. I would assume they're not quite distributed like that. You know, I would assume that a home run is more rare. Alice, you're overanalyzing. More rare than a single, right? No, but I'm talking just from purely from like Uh a a sports like probability perspective, right? Because the idea being like you're walking, like I guess what his point is, right, is that you're the the pitcher's walking him to avoid him getting a home run to keep him on first base, right? But I don't think. A quarter of the hits. So, like, but it, you would have the same probability. But you said the pitcher's doing what? Thank you. Morgan's is 333 is really good. Yeah. The, so, what Ned Lamont, I assume here, is trying to say is that the pitcher is walking the batter. Yes. In order to not get a home run. In order to essentially just give him singles. Right? To walk him. Yes. To right. give him to first walk base. Him, yeah. Uh-huh. To keep him on first base so he's not getting a home run. But even a really good hitter is only a third of the time even hitting the ball and way less, I would assume, than a quarter of that time is getting um, home runs. So it really doesn't make any sense then to say that that you would increase the percentage of home runs that they're getting on walks to be like a quarter, that would mean that a quarter of the walks that you give out would be home runs. That doesn't make any sense at all. I, I mean, just from yeah, a math, Alice, Alice, just from let a me math just tell you something. And it's you're stupid, a, you're and I don't know anything about baseball okay, at all. You're a lady who I, I generally respect, respect okay. and I think you're nice. Um, I feel dirty that I even that you even put that much thought into it, Alice. Well, he's obviously put a lot of thought into his. That is yes, and that is amazing. <laughs> Let's listen again. Last game. night I tuned in to watch Aaron Judge see if he could break Roger Maris's home run record. Instead, I saw the Toronto Blue Jays walk him four straight times. Nothing more boring than watching a home run hitter get walked over and over again. What an amazingly Simple mind. <laughs> Yesterday, I tuned in to watch Aaron Judge break Roger Maris's record. Maybe that's why he tuned in to see that. The Toronto Blue Jays don't want to see Aaron Judge beat Roger Maris's record. Right. They're actually it's, neither team really. Well, hold on. I'm it's sure. very problematic for the Toronto Blue Jays when Aaron Judge is batting because he keeps hitting home runs. And that's not good for the stats of the pitcher or the team. It gets all the fielders running around, and it gets Aaron Judge, you know, rounding the bases, having driven more runs in. The Toronto Blue Jays are trying to win baseball games. They're not here to facilitate, facilitate uh, entertainment, you know, to, so that something special can happen for a person. Well, right. they're playing even, the game too. Even the New York, they appreciate it if Aaron Judge would just simply start swinging and missing, but he's not doing that. Regardless of all the governor of uh, Toronto wants him to do that. This is freaking 
ridiculous. Goes against the entire reason for competitive sports. But you know what? It's but isn't there like an obsession with that in sports now? Like, I mean, maybe it's big hitters been that get way. put on. Big hitters but, get put on. So with, with David uh, Ortiz, they would do the shift. All the batters, because Ortiz, Ortiz couldn't help but pull the ball, so all the fielders would move right or white right field to grab the ball. He was likely to hit it. And it looked weird and disjointed, but they said, we got to get this guy but out. But it's not a home run derby. It's a baseball game. Even the New you, York yes. Yankees don't so much care that he breaks the home run record, even though I'm sure they'd like him to hit home runs because that's good for winning sure, the game. Sure, well, it's good box office for them, certainly. Well, yeah, but, but yes. like... But that's not but why the Blue Jays they're, aren't they're, here they're to trying facilitate. to win games. Yes, the Blue Jays aren't there to facilitate some guy's childhood pipe dreams. <laughs> it's so incredible. But the fact that Lamont wants to change the system so that a special thing can happen, I mean, how like equity and Kareem Jean-Pierre is that? Well, do you, you think- know what let's do, guys? I know usually we're going to all do the right thing and try to... Uh, hire the smartest person for this job. I know usually we're going to try to do the right thing and try to strike out Aaron Judge or walk him to, so, he, so he can't knock the ball out of the park. But for the something special, we're going to hire this idiot now instead to be the White House comms director uh, because she's an important first. And so, uh, I mean, it's the same vein. He's so used to doing woke uh, identity politics, social justice stuff based on intersectionality that he thinks it should translate to everywhere else, to baseball. We, we would really make us feel good, those of us watching. I tuned in last night to see him break the record. They, nobody keeps letting him break the record, but we'd feel good if we broke the record. Hire the idiot to be the White House press secretary, and everybody change the rules of baseball, or else you get... Well, they want. he wants to have a historic first, right? Right. He wants well, yeah, it wouldn't first. be a first anymore, but it's it's a big one. Well, it's breaking a record. That makes it a first, right? Well, it would but, be the yes, first but, time but Maris doesn't have the many. single season record. I don't think Maris has. Uh, is 61 still the record? No, I, I didn't. I didn't no um, McGuire and Sosa and. Uh, How is it a record if it's not a historic first? Because it was Maris's record. He's a famous New York Yankee. In so is it like the Yankees record? Well, it was the world record before all the steroid people came up and broke it. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Well, anyway, it's some kind of historic first. But so, I mean, doesn't baseball supposedly have viewership problems? Do you think there's like any case to be made that like more home run hitting is good for baseball? But also, wait a minute, like, (sighs) Oh, Jason says it's the American League record in the chat. Um, okay, so Barry Bonds. So, so are the A's in the National League now? No, no, he wasn't on the He was in the Cardinals, McGuire. That's right. So, and then and Bonds. Dave says it's the non-juiced record. Yeah, which is kind of like okay. what you were saying. So, yeah. So, they just want the historic first. But, I mean, like, do you think there's, there is a case to be made that, like, people hitting more home runs is, like, better for baseball? Although, not that yes. Ned Lamont's, yes, not Alice, that Ned but Lamont's you don't... plan to... Else, to change the way walks work would a case make to you be see made. more home runs because people who want to see home runs want to see the ball go up in the air and far away well, there's and a not case just to be see made. somebody go all the way around, right? Right. Well, I mean, but there's a case to be made um, that, peop- that, I mean, that, that people want to see home runs. Yes. People also want to see strikeouts. And all the Toronto fans want to see strikeouts and outs and walked, walked power hitters if that's what it takes. I mean, you can you don't get the home run record by having opposing pitchers toss you underhand meatballs so you can nail it out of the uh, atmosphere. 
You don't, that's not how you do it. I mean, there's even, Ted Williams' last at bat is, um, a lot of people think he was throwing a meatball because he, he hit a homer in those last at bat. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't for the record, and that was kind of a footnote, but still it kind of tars that a little bit, that, that mm-hmm. you know, that somebody might have just thrown him a, a meatball. But, I mean, it's just a ridiculous thing. This has me worried about, like, how the how Lamont's mind works. Well, yeah, because that's... And, like and he's said- thought of a punitive measure. That if you start intentionally walking, which is, which you're allowed to do, he says he's they're intentionally walking sluggers. Sluggers are the people you're going to intentionally walk. Look, a lot of them are slow, so you can get a double play, and a lot of them just hit the ball out of the park. That's why we have intentional walks for the sluggers, and it's the people pitch around. You know, people keep, keep try to keep the ball from Larry Bird when he was playing. You know. He tried well, to yeah, keep the puck from Bobby Orr. It was bad news for the other team when Bobby Orr had the puck. Isn't the walk already sort of punishment, like for for throwing bad pitches? Well, there's an intentional walk, so you can just throw four pitches out unhittable uh, and intentionally walk somebody. Some not some walks are not intentional, are just well, yeah. But I mean, like, isn't the whole idea of a walk that you need to throw into the strike zone, or the person's going to get on first base no matter what? Right, like it's to incentivize the pitcher to throw into the strike zone. Right, so that at some point everybody can go home. <laughs> right. You know, it's like a pitch count. It's like it's a yeah. You get four bad pitches and then you're gone. Right. So, like, I assume that the people who made up baseball already like thought about it and did the math on this and came up with a statistically appropriate mm-hmm. thing to have a walk be, which is to put the person on first base and not Ned Lamont's cute creative thing to do to punish the mean pitcher who wouldn't let Aaron Judge get his magical home run. That's ridiculous. He tuned in to see him hit his home. Well, sorry, Ned. That is so, it's so, first of all, it's unmanlike. It's unsportsmanlike. It is so, it is such a progressive thing to do. We want, we have a chance to feel good for a very special moment tonight. Come on, guys. Remember, like, this spate of things has started happening, like, 10 years ago, where the team started letting other teams, like, a, a, a disabled kid and the other team win, or a special need kid win yeah. or something? Which is, like, a heartfelt, very teary-eyed, viral thing to watch in video. Mm-hmm. But you can't have a civilization if you're doing that all the time. You can't. You know, the, the, the game... Well, yeah, and it's one thing to do that at, like, middle school football games. Right. But professional athletes are trying to actually win games yes there's a professional sports is professional sports for a reason yeah it's it's <sighs> uh, it's just it's but yeah i do i do and he has his, his video guy because you've put a lot of thought into that plan it's if obviously you have that you know, much to say about it yeah he's obviously you know this is obviously a wink to the you know bedroom community people in southern connecticut you know who you know are, are yankees fans and live close to new york etc but it's still like nobody. Any if Charlie Baker did this about the Red Sox, it would seem like as a Red Sox fan, if we really were Red Sox fans, we'd be like, "Don't say that. It's embarrassing." Well, I you like know? what Dave said in the chat. He said the whole video is cringe. Yeah, yeah. It's like very. As somebody who's not a sports fan, it doesn't come across to me like somebody who is a sports fan. Oh. But yeah. Uh oh. Um, so, how did the debate go with Bob Stefanowski and Ned Lamont? It was great by Stefanowski. 
Lamont oh, seemed first of all he he looked like a wet cat. He, <laughs> he looked miserable and uncomfortable and nervous. He had no uh, depth in any of his answers. He was uh, d- it was a bunch of decoy answers. And mm-hmm. are Steph- they having more debates? One more. Stefanowski was was absolutely great. Every issue he had a depth of knowledge. Every he just ran circles around him. He is a policy wonk guy, and so Stefanowski was there having fun. Lamont was there and miserable. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I hope I hope he sees a bump in his polls and everything. I don't know. Here in Massachusetts, I like to say, Alice, there's only one poll that counts. And guess mm-hmm. what day that's on? Election day. Yep. Um, guess how many polls we're having in the or not polls? Guess how many debates we're having in Massachusetts? Uh, is it one? One. That's it's on pathetic. October October twentieth. Early voting starts October twenty two, and you can I think you can even start like your mail-in ballot process even before that and uh, so early voting starts october 22 and uh the debate is october 20th and then like another two weeks later it's the election and it's done but yeah how ridiculous a process is that it's unbelievable and i know all the democrats this year are like avoiding debates on purpose like john fetterman's doing it too um he's not having one is he I don't, yeah, I think he's just not doing <coughs> it. And a bunch of people aren't. I think the lady in Arizona who's um, against Carrie Lake isn't yeah. doing it either. Like, there's a bunch of them. And Carrie Lake is actually, like, in a good position in the polls. Yeah. Uh, some polls even have her up a little bit. So I I don't know what they're thinking. Like, I think it's going to backfire for them, especially because this presidency is so terrible. Oh, right man. What? I'm just looking at this, this coverage of Florida. Holy hell. Yeah, so we do have a few listeners out there in Florida. Uh, Dave, who's in the chat right there, is, I believe, in Florida currently. Um, yeah, and... And uh, Paul from Florida. Florida Cadet is... A, yeah, reporting, guys, if you're able and to... Rudy, I don't even know if they have power. I can't see how anybody could have yeah. power. Jesus. Yeah, so, but the videos that are coming out of there, the streets filled with water, like, more than six feet high, are mm. just crazy videos. I can't... I mean, it's... Really like Katrina like images you know Joe of Concha? everything just all flooded. Yes, he went on this tirade today on Twitter talking about there was some video of like Jim Cantore of the Weather Channel or wherever he works now, and like other people doing live stand up outside and they're blowing around or whatever. And in in him say, in Concha says this is ridiculous. People will get hurt. There are flying objects there that can kill people. They should not be doing this. They should not be suggesting people go outside. Like Concha's an odd dude because I like him and I talked to him before. Mm-hmm. He's got odd hang-ups. There was, like, he's not, like... I mean, it doesn't look like these people are, should be out. There these is are, stuff Yeah, I know, around. but Jim Cantori, the, the weather people aren't going to kill themselves. They know. <laughs> um, but Did the thing is, the, video- the, the okay, thing sorry. is that, that like, like, Concha totally loses it. These people are in, in media. They're doing media stuff that they've always done, but now he's, like, worried about it. He was also, he was on that with Howie Carr a, a few years ago. And he also lost it then. Howie was like laughing that, uh, you know, about some dog that was lost or something. And Concha said, that's not funny. You think it's funny to laugh at the lost dogs? It's like, wow, dude, he's got a hair trigger, trigger when it comes to stuff. Okay. Darren Cunningham on Twitter says, sorry for the snort. You know what Are that you is. Are getting sick again? I've been just uh, sick cooking for a while now. He says, did you report on the weigh-in today? Yes, I feel like I got a bad report card today. Well, you did lose weight. I did lose weight. I don't and think going on lose... that Sunday bender with our friend. Was that Sunday or Monday? Saturday. 
Saturday. That Saturday, Bender and Newburyport are their friends. Probably was not a good idea. It threw all the timing off. Plus, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that was probably that was uh, yes. That, I think that might have thrown the whole operation. But you did lose weight, and you did yes. lose so two down. tenths of a percent of body fat. Yeah. Well, I know, Alice, but that's not a lot. I, so, so yeah. So I am down a total now of twenty nine pounds, and Alice is down. Uh, well, you actually 14. gained a pound, but you lost fat. Yes, so I gained a pound. What's that? What do you? What did you gain? Um, water. Hair? Oh, I see. Okay, don't get, don't say anything more that might be upset. So, but they said I should drink more electrolytes. But I, yeah, I gained right. a pound, but I lost uh like more than a pound. Why is it hot in here? Can you turn up? Uh, open the. I don't know. Do you want me to get up right now and do something? We about can't it? open that. No, Window? I can't. Damn it, Alice! Since when do you hold your own like this? Um, you can deal with it. You've become very uppity since, since you lost Do it lost after weight. the show. I'm in the middle of talking. Okay. So I gained a pound, but I lost more than a pound of body fat. So once I drink some more electrolytes, I'll actually be down like a lot more. So. Yeah. So it's fine. But, um, but yeah, and I've lost, um, I've lost actually <laughs> overall, I've lost 13.6 pounds but I've lost 13.8 pounds of body fat. So, like, it's almost, it's more than 100% like body fat that I lost. I've gained some muscle or whatever. So, um, Dave in the chat says that the damage was scheduled for 36 hours ago and he's just getting wind and rain. No biggie. So, we're glad there that we go. he's safe. Hey, I'm sending you something um, right now I want you to look at. Somebody just sent this. They're listening in. Somebody just sent this. It's Ned Lamont at, at a dance. You need to watch this immediately. Um, Right, are you going to Yeah, I've tweeted it too, okay. so you guys can see it. Okay. Can you open, can you watch it? You need me to watch it right you now? You need to watch it immediately. Guys, you watch this. I just okay. tweeted this. Oh my God. Are you seeing this? Uh, yes, I'm seeing it. I just tweeted this out. It. This is the most horrific thing I have ever seen. I've seen there's a few viral clips of Ned Lamont dancing out there where he's he moves spastically. He moves as if he's being attacked Why like a horde of bees. Like I don't know, but he's been overtaken by you the music, think- and this is not a good thing. <laughs> you would think that there would be some like politics consultant, like image consultant, who would have told him not to do that by now, wouldn't you? Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't move like, can't do that. Are you seeing this? I saw it. I saw this it. is very worrying for me, Alice. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's almost as bad as the one of, who was it, Colbert dancing with Schumer? Yeah. That was really bad. Oh, that too. was bad because it was, ugh. All right, Rudy, what's going on, man? Yeah, I see houses are moving there. What's going on? There's a clip of Nancy Pelosi being, okay, that I saw. Uh, Paul in um, Florida said there was some looting also. Okay, Rudy, is that your carport? Rudy's carport is hurting. My goodness. Here's uh, Joe Biden. Get some direction from Jill Biden today. What are you playing right now? She's saying, you go this way. You go down this way, Joe. He's lost in the White House. It's fine. Uh, Yeah, so um, the big thing with Joe Biden today is this video of him in Indiana. Is that where he is? Looking for this politician. Oh, is that today? Really? That was that long ago, huh? Yes, that was today. Uh, Can you play that? Yeah, hang on one second. Give me a second. So 
So yeah, he's at this um, event to commemorate this whole thing about um, this rep Jackie Walorski. Walorski, yep. Um, who died in a car accident several months ago, and he a couple months ago released a statement about her dying. Um, he signed a bill to name a VA hospital after her. Mm-hmm. So he's here on this thing about hunger and health. Um, and this is what he said. Do you have it? And so many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here for in- including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here to help make this. Oh, I mean, oh, you are um in the state, like, and and so, and Corinne Jean Pierre was asked about this because obviously this is not a person who's in full mental health right now. He's Partners not. In fully- lives. And just one more quick follow because I'm trying to get my head around the response. If the late Congresswoman was top of mind for the president and her family was expected to be here and that's what he was thinking about. What, what was he looking for? I'm not, I'm not trying to be snarky here. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No, I mean, and I'm... No. You were saying what he said there. And again... I think people can understand. I think the American people out there who, you know, watch the briefing uh, from time to time, maybe at this moment, will understand when someone is at top of mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and this was such an important, uh, such an important event when we're talking about hunger, when we're talking about food insecurity, when we're talking about these champions, these congressional champions who were in the room, who have worked in a bipartisan way. Uh, we, you know, we don't talk much about bipartisan actions that we see in Congress at this time. And as he was naming folks, he, she was on top of mind, and he understands and knew that she was, he was going to see uh, her family on Friday uh, to, for this bill signing. He was uh, supposed again, to go, th- once again, the reason she's saying he was asking where she was is because he knew he was going to go meet up with her family to sign something that's in her honor to meet with her family family because she died a couple months ago. Right. So if she's top of mind because she just died, then shouldn't he know that she's not going to be at the event? <laughs> Wouldn't you think? Oh, I mean, is... it's pretty terrible. And this is not like a long time ago. This is like a couple months ago. And I don't know how you... Especially when you're in the place to talk to her family about it for specifically for that reason. You know what I mean? Like, you're not at some unrelated thing. 
But yeah, but this I think it's all that unusual uh, to have someone top of mind, especially as there's a big event, uh, two big events today and also Friday, uh, that is going to occur. And so, only, you know, it, gaslighting can't be the only tool you have in a comms department. It's totally can't be. normal. People often ask yes. where people are who are He's dead usually, while at right. events to commemorate them after they die. That's very normal of wearing standard thing to happen not unusual at all everything is totally fine here it's like he picked the one person who most wasn't going to be there right yeah uh, he's going to see her family they're going to honor her uh, they're going to celebrate her and he will do a bill signing for this really critical let's not forget this let's critical forget. important issue for millions and millions uh, of americans across the country Oh, she doesn't look happy either. Oh, damn. I'm surprised that she doesn't just throw it in the towel. I think that she's living and in the room. I don't find that confusing. I mean, I think many people can speak to sometimes when you have someone top of mind. They're a top of mind. Exactly that. Uh, and it is I mean, also you might say their name the by accident. Right. You might accidentally call somebody else their name if you're thinking of them. But you don't look around the room and go, yes. oh, is Jackie here? I was expecting Jackie to be here. Has anyone seen Jackie? That would be an odd thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Top of mind. That's some tough uh, message. I mean, crafting. to be fair, <laughs> this isn't like a great situation that Kareen has been put in. No, but you've got the worst person <laughs> trying to put a shine on the worst quote. Context. It's not like it happened without outside of context, right? It happened at an event. Uh, where we were, um, uh, we were calling out the champions, uh, congressional champions in particular of this uh, issue, this important issue uh, when it comes to food insecurity, something that this administration has led on, led uh, on uh, from the beginning of this administration, not just across the country, but, uh, but also globally. You heard him talk about food insecurity last week at the UN and uh, the investments that we have put forward uh, as as the U as as the United United States of America and helping and helping deal with that. Look, he was at an event. You all saw. You all watched, which is why you're asking the question, We're right? Where he was calling out of this again, uh, congressional leaders, uh, a bipartisan uh, leadership that we have seen right, on this. Right, but particular most of them were alive that he was calling out, and that's right. the big difference. Is because they could wave back. One is a distance away under the ground currently. Issue. And uh, again, he's going to see her family in just two days. Exactly. And that's why it's weird. Uh, yes. <laughs> Press exactly. secretary. He does know that she's not going to be there, right? Hopefully he didn't buy her a, a, a edible arrangement or anything. Uh, she was on top of mind. I mean, I don't. That is. <laughs> I mean, that is. Uh, that is not an unusual. Uh, unusual scenario there. Green, I have John Lennon. Top of mind, just about every day, but I'm not looking around for him anyway. When you sign a bill for John Lennon, Lennon has president, then we can have this conversation. Why okay, go ahead. 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 Go I mean, I think even the press corps doesn't like to be made total fools up. Right. And I think this is a situation where it's obvious that something was deeply wrong with Biden at this event. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, you can only it's sort of like with the Afghanistan stuff. It's like the press corps will let Biden and his administration and Anthony Blinken and everybody get away with a lot. But you can't look them right in the face on Friday and say that Afghanistan's definitely not going to fall to the Taliban by Monday and then have it fall by Monday and not have them ask the question. Like, I mean, he stood right in the room and was looking for somebody that he clearly knew because she was so top of mind that she had recently passed away. I mean, I don't understand how there's like no way to spin that. So the press is asking her, like, tell us what to say here because you're really making our job running cover for you extremely difficult. Chip says on Twitter... Uh, the object is to get on pace. Hit by pitch, walk, base hit, any way you can. Aaron Judge had a great game. Yeah, I guess he got, he got on base four times. My goodness. My goodness. What else we got, bro? Um, Have you seen the stuff about Lizzo and the flute? Yeah, so what am I seeing? I'm seeing her. Okay, okay so, so first I I'm seeing her in concert. That one yeah. I've seen. So the one in concert. So there's one of her there, I believe, at the Capitol as well. Is that the U.S. Capitol? Um, yes, it doesn't I really believe matter. so. The Capitol Police went with the flute to our concert okay. to protect the flute. So this is James Madison's special crystal flute that has never been played by a person. So there was like this whole big thing that they were going to allow Lizzo to play it because she's a classically trained. You're going to yell at me if I say the word flautist. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so here's her in concert wearing a, an outfit that just really shows her gargantuan form right it's crystal it's like playing out of a, a, a wine glass so be patient Yeah, so she's twerking. But the thing is, like, I have no problem with her being allowed to play it necessarily. Uh So if you look at the other video I sent, the one of her, I believe, at the Capitol. I didn't look and see exactly where it was. But the Library of Congress has allowed her to to play this. And she's, well, first of all, she's wearing clothes, which I think is probably appropriate. They're they're going to totally cover her. There's still some gut showing there, but whatever. Well, she has pants on, so yeah. I'll take it. Like, right. if you're going to be, you know, in videos featuring, like, an important artifact of the founding mm-hmm. fathers, like, I think you should probably have pants on. That's just, I mean, my standards First of all, I didn't know that, that James high. Madison had a 200-year glass flute. <laughs> Crystal first, flute. First one, 200 years old. That would mean it was 18-something. Madison was alive? I guess so. I mean, yeah, he's in, War of 1812, in, isn't he? No, wait. Isn't Dolly... Madison, who saved yeah, stuff 18, from the White House in the War of 1812. Yeah, so but that would have been from... That's 210 years ago. So he was president then, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah. So um, anyway, he had this crystal special I didn't know about his crystal flute. Nobody knew about his special crystal flute. I mean, I think it's cool. I don't like, know why she has it. Having some... Like, I, th- I don't have necessarily a problem with the Library of Congress mm-hmm. getting... I assume that the... And that they're trying to like get kids interested in history in the in the Library of Congress and the artifacts of the founding fathers by like involving a contemporary person that they've heard of, and she's a natural fit for this because she does play flute. Okay, let's listen to her play in the middle of the marble halls. 
So you get the idea. She's good. She's very talented. Yeah. She's a great musician on the flute. And that's why I say, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with her being allowed to do this or, like, engaging young people in this way with their history and artifacts of their nation. As a matter of fact, like, I would have no problem with that. I don't love her having it at the concert with no pants on and twerking her bare butt. And here's the thing is that that the the twerking being a huge fat person twerking is a, a cry for help. She's acting as if that's. A, I think you mean an important, think, empowering part I, no, of black history. I think that's. I mean, that's. She's acting as, as if that's an attribute. That's not. That's just her in lieu of an attribute. That's her because she's insecure. This is actually a talent. Yeah. Which puts her. Which make makes me more angry because it puts her now in the large pile of of pop stars. Who are actually talented, and I hate that. Like Timberlake actually is good at everything, and, and even Justin Bieber can like play piano. Well, yeah, and that's how we like got famous was doing stuff on YouTube, right? Like- and like and like now her, and now I think he, even Harry Styles knows how to play stuff. And they saw the the guys from um, the Jonas Brothers mm-hmm. the other day, and like they're good at stuff. It's like, damn it, it makes it harder to hate them when they actually are talented. Well, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, I just I find it almost it is frustrating when people who put out a persona as being dumb and idiotic all the time actually are like really really good at things yes. and like choose not to lean into that it just seems odd to me but uh, morgan says fat musicians are better uh well Pavarotti, although maybe he's not a musician he's a singer he was the best he was a fat um other than fat musicians i don't know i don't know any classical People who are fat. Um, who do we have for fat musicians? I guess um, uh, the lead singer for the Dead, Jerry Jerry Garcia, was fat. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess he was okay. I don't know if that's true. That lady who who played the piano, who played the, the who played the guitar and sang the blues. I think she was kind of fat, and she was good. I think a lot of blues people are fat, and they are good at music. At music. Other than that, oh, my grandmother used to often worry about Roy Clark's weight. Do you know Roy Clark, Alice? No. No. You wouldn't know Roy Clark. There's no reason for you, because you weren't in my grandmother's house in 1978. He, <laughs> he was like one of the main hosts of Hee Haw. Do you know Hee Haw? Dave says meatloaf. Yeah, but is he a musician? I guess he plays the piano, I guess, does he? He certainly was fat. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elvis got fat, although I don't know if he was a great musician. Good singer. Oh, Mama Cass, once again, good singer, not a great musician. Um, but, um, yeah, I'd have to think about that. I'm not, I'm not feeling that that's true at the moment. As a matter of fact, musicians seem to, to, to Morgan says Garcia and John Popper. I don't know who that Popper is. Popper lost his fatness, I think. Didn't he become anti, yeah, it's Blues Traveler. Oh, okay. You know them? I think I've heard of them, yeah. They used to feature a huge fat lead singer who, I don't think he's fat anymore. Mm-hmm. I think he either did the surgery or, um, or just got thin somehow. I think so. Do you know that Nixon was a classical pianist? Did not know that. He was. I think so was uh, uh, Eisenhower. Might have been Jason so. says Biggie. <laughs> I'm not sure what instrument he played, Jason. I think also a flautist, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Biggie. God. Tom Shattuck. <laughs> I'm not a great musician. I am a fat, though. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I'm great musician adjacent. You know, I've How known... are you adjacent? I know. I've known some great musicians. I've known some naturals who are just so good. Yeah. What else we got, Allison? 
Oh, do we have to do the chat chat? The fat chat chat? Why don't you see if there's any chat Oh, we got to go to the chat there. chat. It's funny. The signal's a little weaker today. We're going to turn this baby up for tomorrow. It won't, when you, by the time you guys listen to it, it won't be because a lot of times I can, um, what do I do to them? Compress. Compress. Yes. Why do you have an attitude when you say it? Like <laughs> I I've, didn't have Like I borrowed a word from you and I always stiff you when I borrow <laughs> words from you. Dink. Just... <sighs> hey, hey, let us know how you're doing, brother. If you're in Florida today, it looks pretty damn rough. And I don't like uh, talking to Rudy today, who's down there. Uh, or was it Rudy? Who was he talking to? I forgot who I was talking to. Anyway, he said that they were supposed to get the biggest part of the slamming at 8 p.m. And like Aretha Fats Domino. Oh, Fats Domino. Is, um, yeah. What's his name? Do, the trumpet do, player. Me cry. Louis Armstrong. Yeah, he's great. Satchmo, he was great. Yeah, all that. Louis Armstrong. I'll make him number one. You know him, right? Yeah, he's one of the best musicians ever. Well, he's just a instrument. great singer, too. Hello, Dolly. Uh, what a wonderful mm-hmm. world. All right, here we go. So the mascot um, of the school that I'm working working for uh, is a unicorn. Uh, I just wish we had a little more um, more of a intimidating mascot. Yeah, uh, maybe like a groundhog or something, or a possum, <laughs> a unicorn. That's not intimidating at all. No, limit a unicorn is for like six-year-old girls. It's like My Pretty Pony. Come on. I asked the um, principal if I could um, get a shirt of uh, the unicorn with uh, blood on its horn. He uh, promptly said no. He should have said he said nay, right, Alice? No. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like Alice should have said nay. Alice's I was on freezing. Eastern my European camera. humor is. Uh, Top notch. <laughs> Sorry. No, I like your unicorn story. Although, actually, like unicorns could be considered sort of intimidating because, you know, in some translations of the Bible, there's the word unicorn, like mm-hmm. it's in there. And um, actually, it's a mistranslation of um, a thing about the bull, the bull of heaven, which is like um, a thing about pagan gods, the divine masculine, Zeus, or, you know, take your pick of which pagan god you worship. When are you reviving the old 1570 project? <laughs> I know. And when are you going to do a substack? I'm, I mean, I'll do it tonight. I'll stay in this room after we finish this show. You'll and stay I will in this do room? this substack. And, um, and I'll work on that. And I won't come out until it's done. How's that sound? <laughs> Even to this day, I find uh, Sally Field to be the villain in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I did. I don't like movies with guys in drag. I don't like that with Robin Williams doing that. I don't like that. I don't like Pierce Brosnan not just playing a very handsome man, and he played kind of a bonehead in that. I know I've never seen the whole thing. I dislike it. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, sometimes when I go to a restaurant, I ask the server how uh, how good the toilet paper is in the bathroom. That's uh, you're likely to get more likely to get a, a an actual answer if you ask that question than anything else. Hey, Carmen Alice, Mike and Groveland here. Hey, Mike. Mike and Groveland, right down the street. I was in Groveland four times today. Four times. They've ripped up half of that parking lot where the market basket is. That Dunkin' Donuts is being rehabbed. There's a lot going on in Groveland. Wow. Alice. A town that I didn't know existed. That's Haverhill, though, ago. I think, technically. Oh, behavioral. Are you sure? Yeah, I think once you cross the river, it's Haverhill. Oh, makes sense. Hey, Carmen Alice, Mike and Groveland here. Hey, Mike. Uh, I can confirm that Pentucket High School has changed their mascot name from the Sachems, uh, Sachems to the Panthers. 
Uh, it's a fitting nickname yeah. due to all the recent uh, Panther attacks in the area. <laughs> it's true. Uh, apparently, the, uh, the choosing this nickname was put out to the quote-unquote community, including all the kids in any Pentucket regional uh, school. So uh, this is what you get for a nickname when you leave it up to a bunch of eight- and nine-year-olds. Anyways, guys, love the show. As always, keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate that. Thank you so Victor. much. Yes, yeah. of course, Melrose picked the Red Hawks yeah. and then immediately had to backtrack and unpick the Red Hawks because it turns out that that's actually a Native American tribe name. Right. Yeah. And the Panthers, it's so great. It's like, so, okay, pick an animal that you can find just 11 states away. And, and we'll make <laughs> Do that, they even okay. have them there? I mean, this whole period Do has to be. Do they have them on this continent? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I guess they used to. Yeah. This whole this whole like period is such a laughing stock. I mean, but we will know. You will see the timeline of when we changed all the names because we were so prosperous and had it so good that we had to make up adversity in boogeymen and claim that they embodied uh, these symbols because we didn't deserve to have them because these symbols were representations of people that we were mean to, and we were mean to everybody. And now I can feel good about my Range Rovers. God. God, it's monotonous. They asked uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre about that, too, about the Atlanta Braves, right? Yeah, I think we is played that. Was that, that the team? I guess we did, yeah. Or I don't know if you did on your show or we did it here. It's all blurred together, honey. But <clears throat> she said it's important that indigenous voices being on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and if they're owners of the team, then I would say so. If not, it's not important. Speaking anybody... of which, by the way, remember they changed green M&M and made her not sexy? Yeah, but I don't I don't love the story. But yes. <laughs> I know. I know you don't, but they're now bringing in um, purple M&M, mm-hmm. but not as an M&M, just as a character in the M&M thing. And so there was like a big thing about this today. Like it's a news story that they're bringing in purple M&M, which is a fake thing. There's not going to be purple M&Ms in your package of M&Ms. This whole thing is like in imaginary M&M land. I'd like everybody involved in this story and the publication of it. And the press release distribution of it to be dead. Um, so the rep from the company that they were talking to oh. about this said, we've heard for a long time that purple is certainly a consumer favorite, but the brand is focusing on the characters rather than the actual edible candies. <laughs> she noted. <laughs> Do they know that they're in the selling candy business, not the characters? That they're supposed to be able to make edible characters. Um, so, and then they went on to talk about um, the green M&M's go-go boots that went away and green M&M now wears sneakers and that people want the go-go boots back. And she said, so will the go-go boots ever make a comeback? Wang answered slyly, you never know. Alice, I'm going to go scorched earth if you continue with this. Please Can I just that- say what my guess is what that means? Do you think they're going to let the green girl M&M wear the go-go boots again? I think they're going to have a boy M&M wear the go-go I would rather be raped by a silverback um, than spend one more second of my life ever, ever talking about this. No offense. (laughs) I apologize if that was too much. I think they're going to have a boy M&M character wear the go-go boots now. 
I bought a big enough house in the Hollywood Hills with a truckload hundred thousand dollar bills. Man came by to hook up my cable TV. We settled in the for the night, my baby and me. Dedication, Justin. Just dedication. <laughs> <sighs> Man, we don't have the outro music anymore. Are we done now? Yeah. Why did you have to end on the M&M's? I like the M&M story. I think the company is psychotic. They're crazy. I'm going to spend the rest of the day listening to a fat person play the flute. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, people, on the live stream. If you want to join us on the live stream, you can do that on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash burn barrel. Um, you get extra content for $5 a month, and you can join live streams for $10 a month. And uh, you can always uh, reach us for free on the chat chat. That is at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can leave messages by pressing the red chat chat button. You can talk to us on social media. At- she said what? You can um, at Burn Barrel Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. And uh, what else can you do? You can email us, Burn Barrel Podcast at gmail.com. That's all good places. Everyone's not finding my octopus. Hmm. Sally James! Can I hate him? No, don't hate anybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.